0: Support for Talking Art on WVIK comes from the people at Quad City Bank and Trust, helping the local community with their banking and financial needs for more than 20 years. Information is at qcbt.com. This is Carolyn Martin, and I'm talking art today with Shelley Moore Guy the organizer of the upcoming Bill Bell Jazz Festival this coming weekend, August 16th and 17th at the Martin Luther King Jr. Community Center in Rock Island, and on Sunday, August 18th at the River Music Experience
1: in Davenport.
0: Welcome, Shelley. Hi, thank
1: you. Thanks for having me.
0: Now, several years ago, the name of this event was changed to honor Dr. Bill Bell. Mm -hmm. Who was he?
1: Well, um, first and foremost, I, I guess I can say um, that Bill Bell was a, a, a mentor um, and an influencer in regards to polyrhythms, uh, its, its uh, formation, and also the um, jazz festival. So, um, but before that, Bill uh, was a native of East Moline the Watertown uh, community of East Moline. Um, He was heavily influenced by um, the people of that community, Um, parents, teachers, church, neighbors, um, influenced to become uh, uh, the pianist. He he actually became the jazz professor that he actually became. So he uh, graduated from United Township High School, Um, And from Augustana College and then the um, um, University of Iowa became a a teacher uh, of jazz and music, uh, moved to California, taught at Alameda State University and became this super jazz uh, professor who actually played with a lot of renowned uh, jazz uh, artists and, and musicians. And so through the years, as we developed uh, – and then Bill, uh, one other uh, main ingredient of his of his influence and personality was that though he didn't live here anymore, his heart was always here. And so therefore, um, <clears throat> Bill would uh, come home because his family still lived here, and he would come home and um, visit neighbors, but he would also perform. He wanted to be an example to children and and everyone, but especially children, that, you know, I grew up here. um, This is what I have been able to do, and so can you. And so he came home um, frequently, I would say every year, every other year, to perform – talk to kids and visit friends mm-hmm. and neighbors. And so he was always present mm-hmm. here.
0: And what a lovely tribute to name this festival a- yes. after him. Yes. Where, where is the festival being held and, and what will happen there?
1: Okay. Well, um, the on August 16th and 17th, the festival will be held at Martin Luther King Park, which is across the street from the Martin Luther King Center, um, Friday we begin at 5 p.m., end at 10 p.m., uh, and then on Saturday we, we start at noon and end at 10 p.m. Um, on Sunday we will be, on the 18th of August, we will be at the River Music Experience second floor at the Redstone Room, um, and we will begin at 3 p.m. and go until 8.
0: And you have a variety of bands playing all three of those days. We
1: have a variety of bands, and... Um, and other things, you know, so we wanted to make sure we, we, when we named this festival, we named it the Jazz and Heritage Festival because and the heritage part is very important. Um, we celebrate um, our roots. Um, we celebrate our grandparents uh, and their contributions to the development of the Quad Cities Uh Quad Cities area um and that took on many forms, of course, but we um because we are polyrhythms and we began uh, as this group of this collection of of organizations community organizations arts education uh arts organizations um, with jazz as the focal point, but really we're about community building as well, using the music and art. To build community, Um, so when we began polyrhythms, of course we we started um, with the third Sunday jazz workshop and concert series, which is also held at the Redstone Room. We are in our fourteenth year, and so we provide workshops. which are presented by la- live musicians for children of all ages at three o'clock on every third Sunday, and then we follow that up with a six o'clock concert.
0: Mm-hmm. And those those are fantastic. Those Thank are you. really lovely. But but this festival is really is is quite different because in addition to music, mm-hmm. you offer a variety of other things yes, for is. children, mm-hmm. for adults. You have some health screening. You have a reading tent. Tell us a little bit more about well, that.
1: Six years ago, uh, when we created the uh, Jazz and Heritage Festival, and of course, a couple couple years into that, Bill Bell passed away, and we thought, um, what better tribute could we make to to our mentor and friend than by you know naming this festival after him? So we began um, with um, bands and vendors, food merchandise information vendors and um but we, we have a commitment to grow it every year so we we put something else in every year. Last year we um we created a stage or a couple three, about three years ago we created a stage for young people, young performers, because you know that's that whole heritage part. You know, what will you what will be your legacy? What will you leave? and, and, and encourage, uh, up and coming young artists. And so we have uh, a stage, uh, which is, if you come to the park, there's a pavilion and then there's this awesome stage, uh, not stage. It's not a stage. It is when we, when we're there, but, um, there's this awesome space in the park where we, um, have set our performances up for kids. We have a this stage for for young performers, and and so we in the past we've had uh, violinists and saxophonists and singers and dancers. We've had uh, gymnasts who brought her her um, mat, and uh, you know. So we provide that space on Friday and Saturday. Um,
0: and a Friday and Saturday, so that's all outdoors. Should people bring lawn all, chairs? Yes, they else? should.
1: They mm-hmm. should bring uh, lawn lawn chairs. Um, and so, um, so in addition to the the young performers, we also provide uh, drumming, African drumming workshop for kids in that space uh a a a dance workshop african and modern dance workshop
0: and you don't need to register for these you You do not just
1: show up up. and then uh two we provide a, a tent a reading tent and we have adults uh reading to children and um we give the children free books
0: Tell us a little bit more about the health screenings that you're offering for people as well.
1: Okay. Um, Yes, I I mentioned that we try to grow the uh, festival, try to uh, bring other things into it, because as we said, it's about community building. Uh, And so last year, we began with uh, our health initiative with a forum on autism inside the Martin Luther King Center. Um, We expanded that, it added to uh, more more illnesses or issues. We will speak about or have a forum about African Americans and mental illness at uh, inside the King Center and also um, a, an additional forum on sickle cell anemia. Those uh, forums will take place uh, inside the King Center. The sickle cell anemia forum will begin at one thirty p.m. inside, and then that will be followed by the forum on mental illness at two forty-five p.m. inside the King Center. Everything's free. We have panelists, and it's just going to be an opportunity for for an exchange, give and take, with providers uh, 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 in those areas, healthcare providers, healthcare, healthcare providers, as well as the general public people who have been impacted or or uh, want to learn more about prevention and what these illnesses do and how they impact.
0: And all this is free of charge. So how do all you, this is free. how does that work? How do you make that happen?
1: Well, um, <clears throat> there's a lot of collaborating going on. Uh, you know grants, um, donors, uh, you know, in kind uh, uh, generosity. We have uh, a great team of volunteers have been with us some of them have been with us since the beginning which we started six years this will be our sixth uh festival and so um we do that with all of those things and a lot of um elbow grease (laughs) and um running around and a lot of sweat equity (laughs) and a whole lot of faith you know there's really something to be said about um if you believe it, you can achieve it, man. You just kind of put the festival on your back and just just go, just go. And so that's what we, you know. And that's not even that's not even an under that's not even an understatement or an overstatement. Even mm-hmm. that's not even exaggeration. Yeah. Now
0: Sunday's event is quite different because that's yes. inside mm-hmm. at the River Music Experience. Yes,
1: it's at, uh, at the Redstone Room, uh, second floor. Many many people have been have attended our third Sunday. Uh, jazz workshops and concert series. And it's just really great to see people who we've seen, you know, be there Mm -hmm. and support this for the last 14 years. And then there's always these incredible new folks Mm -hmm. who who come in. But the
0: format will be a little bit different uh, on this Sunday.
1: Yes. uh, No workshop. We start at three. There won't be a workshop, um, but we will have um, some bands uh, during that time slot um, we are also going to feature uh, uh, some community poets again for the second year, and um, we're planning an, an art exhibit um, outside the, the Redstone Room, outside the room there, the venue. Um, and so it's just really a, a cool time. You can buy um, T-shirts and different things there as well. We have some throwbacks, and we'll have some other um, T-shirts that are current. Um And it's just really a great space if you've been to the Redstone Room. It's a great venue, Mm -hmm. but it's also a great space to fellowship, and just it's just a good time. Mm -hmm.
0: There'll be two separate bands playing Mm -hmm. that evening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now tell us a little bit more about the Polyrhythms organization that's behind this.
1: Well, um, as I said, um, 14 years ago, um, we began as a group of – Community arts advocates, um, separate organizations that actually came together. Um, so in two ta- thousand five, we um, we uh, officially merged with the Quad Cities Jazz Festival, Ltd. It was formerly known as the Lewis Belsom Festival. Um, And so we kind of just pulled our resources and were able to do that. You know, we we have been the recipients of of, uh, local grants and, and other things like that to continue to do this, but that was our vision to actually produce or present live jazz music. You know, we'd heard people talking about their there was no regular venue for for this. And a lot of people in the in the quad cities are, are jazz lovers, are live music lovers. And um and so we decided to do that, but also with that that commitment to making sure that the history of jazz um and the the um the um encouragement uh of young people to to learn about jazz and appreciate jazz was always there with that live um, workshop mm-hmm. with with live performance. yeah, which
0: is really incredible. And I'm sure many people don't realize mm-hmm. that that prior to each performance on mm-hmm. the third Sunday, you mm-hmm. have a free workshop with the, with the musicians performing that night. Yes, uh, for 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 youth in yes. our in our community. Yeah,
1: part of that part of that commitment on the. Uh, musicians, the featured musicians part is that they would present that workshop mm-hmm. uh, prior to their performance mm-hmm. at six. So, and that's gone fairly well. Um, we could always, you know, if people hear what we're talking about today and they think that was something that you think you should bring your children to, I agree, and you should come to the next third Sunday jazz mm-hmm. uh, workshop and concert series.
0: What do you think jazz and and just live music in general resonates so much with us? Is it the improvisational nature? Is it what? What do you think it is? It's-
1: I think there's that. Um, also, there are you know there just there are jazz um, aficionados. There, I mean there there are people around here who love jazz. But beyond that, there's that incredible energy that you get from from people who are committed to to playing, you know, and sharing their art form or sharing their talent and sharing that energy. And there's a give and take not only among the the, the people in the band, but there's this give and take uh between the band on stage and the audience. And it, it's really an exciting time. So from that time frame from six to eight PM um during our third Sunday concert, um, it, it there's just this incredible um Surge of of energy, mm-hmm. and excitement that you know, and and here we are doing this, that particular thing, in, in the Quad Cities, mm-hmm. in Davenport, at the Redstone Room, and you know, we're just all better for it. That's that's what I believe. Yeah. We're all better for it. You, and you've attended, so
0: I've I've yeah. came across this this uh, quote from the from Nietzsche, the philosopher, mm-hmm. that without music, life would be a mistake. Absolutely, and I agree with that.
1: Absolutely, uh, you know,
0: there is a a really deep connection with jazz in our community mm-hmm. not not just the 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 big spiderbeck type of jazz but but really more traditional um jazz and i did have a previous conversation with Nate Lawrence mm-hmm. about this mm-hmm. about not just the jazz luminaries that came out of the east water um, the east moline area the watertown area but also uh rock island and you are related i am to um a jazz master from
1: Rock Island. Yes, I am. Uh yes, I um Francis Clay uh was my great uncle. He was my grandmother's um younger brother. Francis uh um uh, incidentally if you read about Francis and I talked to him uh before he passed away. Um he he learned to play music just just instruments because his family there was a um eight, I think, eight children and every one of them played an instrument, uh, except for a sister, Lois, who couldn't play an instrument, but she could whistle, you know, back then there, you know, whistling was, was an art form. And so, and, and that, that was funny to me. She couldn't, she couldn't play, but she could whistle, um, then, anyway, my grandmother played piano as it, some of them, one of them played trumpet violin. Francis could play a lot of instruments, but he uh began to he fell in love with uh drumming because uh according to him, he saw uh Chick Webb, who was um a noted uh jazz drummer back in the day, come here and play at the oh gosh. I'm trying to think, um, let me, let me, let, let's keep talking and I'll, it'll come to me. But um, Orpheum Theater in Davenport. And he was a young kid and he saw Chick Webb and he began to, but he started off as a jazz, jazz musician. Um, uh, but traveling and playing in Chicago, um, fell into this opportunity to play with Muddy Waters. They needed a drummer. You know, you you're running those circles, and and that might, that opportunity may come your way. But he had also played with others um, besides Muddy Waters. He became that drummer and played with him for several years. That's how a lot of people know him. Um, but you know, people also know that he was you know pretty pretty good at his craft. Mm-hmm. And so um, we um, dedicated our youth stage, our youth performance stage that I describe um, to Francis Clay. Um, Because he did come from Rock Island. He did come from the Quad Cities. And not enough people know, you know. There are people who do know, of course, because that's what your job is to know. But it's wonderful that we can, and that's part of that heritage piece, we have to tell people, you know, if you don't know, You know, how are you going to know if I don't tell you? And so we um, dedicated that space is the Francis Clay uh, Youth Performance Stage. But we also added another name, um, Mo Payton. And there are people uh, around who uh, have never heard of him, but there are a lot of people in Rock Island who know Mo Payton because he was a native of Rock Island. But he was also this wonderful musician, and he was also. What this, did he play? He played a lot of instruments, but one of the things that were, was wonderful about him is that he was a band leader. And so there are a lot of people around here, who um, years ago my, during my parents' time, you know, um, they played. If you come through Rock Island or come through the Quad Cities, you're gonna you, you would play with with Mo Payton. And so we had an opportunity to add another name to that stage. So that we could honor these two, but also, you know, give that recognition. We have families who are still here, not just my family, but people who knew uh, Mo, uh, who heard of Francis. Um, it, it'll resonate with with people. Um, I was speaking with uh, former uh, Mayor Mark Schwiebert, uh, former Rock Island Mayor Mark Schwiebert, <clears throat> about this idea of of dedicating the stage and. Uh, and I told him about Mo Payton. He said, really? Because, you know, if you were lived in Rock Island, he was the mayor. He would know Mo. Mo worked at several places and was involved in the community. And so Mark said, well, are you kidding me? I mean, I've known this. I had known this man for decades. It's, it's, it's just interesting what you don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, it takes time yeah, to. He was a
1: musician. He was a band leader. I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Well, you personally are also deeply immersed in the arts. Besides your involvement with polyrhythms, you're you're a poet. And in 2010, Mm -hmm. you were the Poet Laureate of the Quad Mm -hmm. Cities. Mm -hmm. And you have a poem to read for us today? I do.
1: I do have a poem. Um, It's called Coming Home. Um, I wrote this. um, I actually met Bill Bell in 1997, Um, Home Folks Communications, which which is an organization that – Nate Lawrence and several other people, um, that was their organization, and they actually were instrumental in bringing Bill Bell here, uh, one of the many times that he would come and perform. And so he was to play that weekend, and they asked me if I would write a poem that would that would um, kind of commemorate what it feels like to come home, to be a part of a place, and then come home. But um, And so I did you know and it was it was one of those things where you just have to sit down and just you know how would you feel if you but then it became bigger than that because you don't have to leave you don't have to um uh stay you know every everybody who was a part of that place that you call home whatever that is would understand that there were people and places that that influenced who you are and where your roots are. And so this was actually, it's it's interesting, but this is Bill Bell's poem that I wrote for him in okay. 97. Here we go. <laughs> Coming home. In our lives there comes a time and a space when we know where we come from. When the words and the rhythm come together, the signs and the roads merge, and we become one with our roots, acknowledging the people whose backs served as bridges, whose dreams and aspirations fed us, whose courageous acts of faith guided us. Even away from the village, away from the place we call home, we take with us tender lessons that bring us back. They always bring us back home. Home is where the body comes to rest. It's where our eyes can behold the place where love sustains us. It's where we come to talk that talk around those who understand we know we belong because home is the place that got us over. When we arrive, we realize our mission is to reach back, reach over, reach around, and reach through to embrace one another. We can save one another. When survival means more than just breathing, it is solidarity. The African proverb states, I am because you are, and because you are, therefore I am. And when we've reached that space, and we know that, there is a rejoicing in the spirit because we've made the trip home, Mm. coming home.
0: Shelley Moore Guy, thank you so much for talking today and for making our community a more beautiful place to live. Well, thank you.
1: It's been a joy. We did it.
0: (laughs) There are lots of musical opportunities this weekend in the Quad Cities, but take time to check out the Bill Bell Jazz and Heritage Festival on Friday and Saturday, August 16th and 17th at the Martin Luther King Park in Rock Island, and on Sunday, August 18th at the River Music Experience in Davenport. Events for all three days are free. For further information, check out the Polyrhythms Bill Bell Jazz and Heritage Festival Facebook page. This has been Carolyn Martin, talking art in the Quad Cities, for WVIK. Our theme music is provided by a Quad City legend, the late Ellis Cal.